Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, House Republicans are nowhere on a spending deal. Number two, the dysfunction is bleeding over into the Senate. And number three, a vets group is launching an ad campaign against Senator Tommy Tuberville. All right, Jake, let's get into it. All eyes are on House Republicans, in particular how Speaker Kevin McCarthy handles the conservative faction of his conference. Uh, And right now, things are looking extremely dire uh, with no game plan and no kind of pathway forward for House Republicans to fund the government. You know, our... um our uh, idea today was to try to dig into whether uh, Republicans are opposing McCarthy here with the idea of um, uh, booting him out of Congress or out of the speakership, which would effectively take him out of Congress. Um, McCarthy says he's not worried about that dynamic, about getting booted out of Congress. But uh, in his inner circle, there's definitely a um, a. Uh, a sneaking suspicion that McCarthy that they are opposing him that that the right is opposing him to create some sort of precondition to boot him out. I I, I think that's that is a uh, a bit much. But if you look at the evidence, it's not hard to make the conclusion because think of it this way: he cuts a deal. First of all, they can't boot him out when he. Um, when he they can't get him out after when he's running for speaker right so he goes 15 rounds and it's all cool and he gets through then he cut a deal on top line spending conservatives didn't like that so he abandoned that deal and he cut 100 billion dollars from um the the deal that he cut with Biden and and Chuck Schumer and and Mitch McConnell and all those folks um he because he he listened to conservatives there and cut $100 billion, he hasn't been able to pass the appropriations bills. Now, why hasn't he been able to pass it? Because conservatives won't let him. Now, Republicans are hammering him for not passing those bills. So uh, I understand the frustration here um, by McCarthy uh, as he tries to get this thing through, as he tries to fund the government. But... Um, the motion to vacate is a real thing, Anna, and um, some people are saying that Gates is going to do it this week. Uh, I don't have um, I don't have any idea whether that's true, but you know, Ken Buck, the um, the uh, conservative from Col- the Colorado Republican who's taken an interesting position in the last couple of weeks, said. Um, the thing that would force the motion to vacate is if McCarthy has to rely on Democratic votes to pass a CR. Similar to what he did on the debt limit deal. Yeah, but listen, uh, listen, um, it he's going to if there's going to be a way to get out of this government, get out of this situation, it's either Republicans have to vote for a CR or Democrats have to vote for a CR or really the combination of both. I mean, I was thinking about this. There haven't really been many bills that have gotten out of the House with 218 that have funded the government um uh you know um and got signed into law especially with republicans so um you know this is a really tough spot for mccarthy 12 days out anna um it's a really tough spot for him and i i i i think a lot of people are wondering and me included how the hell he's going to get out of this now some of his allies say there are ideas popping around we don't have any of those uh 
thoughts yet. We will effort to get them today. But listen, he goes into this meeting at nine o'clock this morning to try to um, drum up support for his plan here um, uh, in a House Republican conference meeting. I, I don't know what plan he's looking to drum up because in, in reality, there's really nothing. He's got nowhere to go. He can't pass a CR. He can't pass an omnibus. He can't pass appropriations bills. So does he just roll the dice and, and try to get this through? I don't know the answer to that so, quite yet. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a he, he's got a big conundrum, right? I mean, if you're Kevin McCarthy, I think there's probably two issues at hand here. One. The Freedom Caucus and the conservative members of the House are not afraid of a government shutdown. I think in some ways it's almost baked into the fight that they're having right now. Um, so I think that's the first thing, right? You have some members of Congress even, you know, kind of telegraphing on local television uh, that they believe there's going to be at least a 10-day government shutdown. So I think that's the first problem for him. I think the second problem and the probably bigger problem is even if he is able to find some pathway forward on a short-term CR, this doesn't actually fix his problem, right? Like it's just living to, you know, you know, uh, for, for another 15, another 30 days. I mean, this isn't the actual government funding, you know, omnibus bill, which again, will likely be, have to be a bipartisan bill. This, uh, you know, it's hard to see how the dynamics change and that conservatives don't just get even more hardened in their position here. Yeah, I'll actually take it a step further. Um, and I'm not making any predictions here, to be honest with you, but I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't know how he gets out of this and keeps his job. Now, I'm not saying he won't get out of this and keep his job. He might. He, he very well might. I mean, we've we've you and I say frequently, like we've gotten rid of our crystal balls. We have no idea how we don't want to make you know, predictions here. And, he, and he's defied expectation a lot. I think most people give him a much better grade how he's been able to handle a lot of these, you know, dramatic stalemates with the Freedom Caucus over this entire year. Yeah, yes. Um, but I would say now a lot of those, a lot, a lot of the, the, the angst over him is boiling up now, right? Like a lot of this is now becoming like, all right, well, you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this, and you can't do this. Um, but I agree. He feels like he's underestimated. This is a big complex McCarthy has that everyone thinks he's, you know, whatever, like he, that we misjudge him, we doubt him, and, and we do. That's our job. Our job is to report and to reflect what people are saying and whether he could find a way to neutralize or to blunt people's angst that that's fair like that's okay we understand that um that 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 makes sense but all of that said what a difficult situation for him and by the way you you made the good point here which i keep making the people in the capitol you are right now you are trying to pass a cr that has no chance of passing the senate or getting signed into law by 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 biden let's say that wasn't even the case let's say you can get this signed by them you still have to find out a year you still have to figure out a year of funding with a republican conference that wants to defund jack smith's investigation roll back you know they just want to do all these things and these aren't like suggestions Right. Like these are like we won't vote for this unless you do that, you know, and th and that in this case is a bunch of policies and a bunch of provisions that they just don't have the political ability to get through because Joe Biden is in the White House and Senate Democrats are in control of the Senate. And furthermore, furthermore, 
Senate Republicans are leading are, are aligned with Senate Democrats here. So we are we are in kind of a, a doom loop here in the House of Representatives, and we will um, we will be all over it over the next couple of days. We expect a weekend session this weekend. I'm not sure that will happen. Uh, Yom Kippur, the, the Jewish fast day starts Sunday night. There's going to be a lot of pressure on McCarthy to not have the house in session uh sunday uh so maybe they come in saturday what, what, what do i know uh and that is that anna all right let's move on to the number two story of the morning senate approves process unravels more dysfunction in the nation's capital Senate, of course, it was supposed to be this shining example of how Congress should fund the federal government on time and in a bipartisan manner, a very stark contrast to the House's chaotic and partisan approach, but not anymore. We've got a conservative revolt in the Senate as well, which has left the chamber paralyzed and without a clear pathway forward on even the most non-controversial and the ones that are only last of the fiscal year 2024 spending bills, the military construction VA, ag and transportation HUD. What say you, Jake? Yeah, I, I'm a little bit more confident here that um, <laughs> that Repo- <laughs> that they'll figure this out um, because they have mechanisms to figure this out. Yeah, like, yes, Ron John is uh, holding up amendments and doing all these Ron Johnny things um, on the amendment process. But all of that said, like they have the ability to break this log jam. They could they could offer him. They could offer uh, Johnson amendments. They, they have ways to break this stuff. Um, the fact is, and, and what people, you know, the, the Republican leadership, the House keeps saying, well, look at the Senate. They suck, too. And it's like, yeah, they do. Fine. Right now they're having a tough time. But all that said, um, they're also passing appropriations bills out of committee with like three no votes. So it's a little bit different of an equation here. Yeah, much more uh, bipartisanship here and much more aligned, frankly. I mean, I think to your point, like we you you know, we just talked about how it's unclear what the pathway forward in the House is. The pathway forward in the Senate is, is pretty clear. They're going to find a way forward or they're going to find a big omnibus. And I think the interesting part that Andrew reports here. And this is just an important thing to kind of put a fine point on this and 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 why you see House Republicans putting up this fight about saying it's about government spending, saying it's about our, the fiscal future of this country. But remember, if both chambers can't pass all 12 funding bills or an omnibus by January 1st and across the board, 1% in spending cut is going to come into play. Uh, but it's interesting. This is what they, Andrew writes. Ironically, this would actually increase non-defense discretionary spending, according to a Senate approves committee aid. That's because the bipartisan debt limit agreement, the Fiscal Responsibility Act, mandated an even steeper cut of 5.4%. So the conservatives who are throwing up roadblocks to the Senate's fiscal year 2024 funding efforts are making it more likely that domestic spending will come in higher January 1st than it would otherwise be. And and, and, and the point that that Andrew's making, Anna, is that the set, this is like the larger pullback, the camera point. The Senate operates on, senators tend to operate on with more logic than the House. Like people are like, well, you know, McCarthy keeps saying, well, no one wins in shutdown. And people are like, okay, cool. Like if no one wins, then like we might as well just do it. You know what I mean? Like in the Senate, they're like, okay, we're trying to achieve some end. Let's not be idiots here and let's not do the wrong, the, the stupid thing. So like there are, the Senate operates in a more logical kind of natural way. Um, so anyhow, that's that's that. 
All right, let's run to the number three story of the morning. An interesting look here uh, by Max Cohen. The liberal military group Vote Vets is out with a new ad as part of the organization's latest effort slamming Senator Tommy Tuberville's blockade on senior military promotions. The spot is part of an initial $150,000 ad buy that is running on Fox News this week. Yeah. Uh, this is this is not gonna this is not likely gonna move Tuberville, who feels like he's on the right side of um, history here and trying to and blocking hundreds of military promotions because of the Pentagon's abortion policy. But it's interesting to see this get up on the airwaves. Um, and uh, I, I would just say that um, uh, this has lasted a while, and it seems like it will continue to last a while. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. Tell your friends it's the best way for folks to find out about us. Just a reminder, we have a lot of events this week. Uh, This morning, I'm going to be interviewing Texas Republican August Pfluger at 9 a.m. You can join us at the Marriott Capitol Hill, or you can join us by streaming that online. Go to our events hub at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.